When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On offthehooksports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook Podcast at offthehooksports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Well, Tennessee certainly hoped they picked up an impact defensive end slash linebacker slash edge rusher over the weekend in Shindavion Bradley. We're going to look at some of the most impactful defensive ends, linebackers, edge rushers in recent history in the SEC and at Tennessee. So like and subscribe if that's the type of thing that gets your juices flowing because it is us with chris landry of landry football i'm dave hooker go to landryfootball.com to learn more so shindavion bradley is the first five star that tennessee has had committed other than some quarterback named nico um, in california since 2019 both of those are offensive linemen one is still playing for tennessee and has been solid the other is I had to look it up in Oklahoma. But so this is, at least since that time, the first defensive player that Tennessee has had step up as a five-star. And 24-7 has him as a four-star, but the composite is a five-star. Anyway, I'll let you determine that. He's he's a difference-maker type of player. I think we all would agree. So who are some of the – before I tell you more about Alice Ness, who are some of the more impactful – defensive ends, linebackers, edge rushers in recent history. Just run me down a few names. I imagine you'll probably start with Will Anderson because he's generational special. Will is great. Um, he's definitely in, in recent. Um, the, the, the two guys, I'm going maybe back a little bit, maybe a little bit too far, but um, the, the guy that, I hesitate to compare Will to this guy because it's almost unfair, but the 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 best guy I have seen in this conference in terms of difficulty to block. Now, let me give you two guys, but they I I had the unfortunate task of being a part of the coaching staff to coach against these guys and have to try to block these guys. Derek Thomas was unblockable. Um I think he was the most disruptive guy. He was, you know, in a stretch in the SEC was like what Lawrence Taylor was in the NFL. He just, he was just, and then Derek had a great NFL career. God rest his soul. But he was so disruptive. Um, Wilbur Marshall, Florida was another one. Oh, uh, was yeah. very, very difficult to block. Um, I mean, I, you know, he just, so those are kind of the benchmark guys. Now, that's what I would call modern day where you had the true edge rushers. You can go back. Reggie White, obviously, for the Vols was just ridiculously good. You know, he played more five technique, some some four-eye technique, but but 
you know, Wilbur and Derek were the wide rush guys that they move around and again, paralyzing the block. So those are kind of the standard bearers. And there were some, we can go on and on great, great, greats of the past that played in a different era and four 40 fronts, 30 fronts. But I think Will Anderson is in the category of very, very special. I don't want to put him in the category of Derek Thomas, but if you were to ask me who he's most like, he does remind me of him. We'll see what he can do. Derek had, if I can remember right, Dave, like Wilbur Marshall had a phenomenal career, a Hall of Fame, SEC, All-American, unbelievable, all over the place, forced to be reckoned with, with, um, he had like 23, 24 sacks. Unbelievable. Derek Thomas at 52 in college. Um, just, he just, he couldn't be blocked. And I saw him and I've seen him years and studied him. I saw him when he was with the chiefs against the chargers. He had like seven sacks in one game. He just, he literally just like, Stopped a game like you would. Lightning would stop a game and everybody. He just literally stopped the game like a like a bad officiating crew that calls a a penalty every play. He just stopped the game. It was like back to pass a sack back to pass. It was just like it was unbelievable uh, what he could do. He was just phenomenal as a college and pro player. But uh, I will tell you that Will Anderson is special. And if you look at Alabama's history under Nick Saban, you've had a lot of good players. You've not had a singular pass rusher that's as good as Will Anderson in Nick Saban's tenure at Alabama. In fact, I would say, and I went back into uh, Michigan State, I, I don't think he's had anybody in college and I don't know that he'll come out and say this publicly, but in my opinion, knowing Nick since he coached at Toledo and every, everywhere in stop, I, he's not had one guy that he's coached at the college level that's better than this guy in terms of individual skill set, natural ability. Other guys played better, you know, in terms of technique and played linebacker. This guy's a rusher. Is I think the most disruptive guy that he's had singularly. So I'm curious to see how they utilize him. Well, the scary thing is too, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's really, really good against the run too. Yes, which a lot is. of times these pass rushers are just about the quarterback and they really don't care if they get pushed around in the run, but he's so he long. Cares. Yeah. He's so long that offensive linemen that are bigger and stronger can't get their hands into his body. That's why when we talk about length, that's what we're talking about with these big linemen. If you're long, you win the leverage battle. So, And he can set the edge very well. And they do such a great job teaching technique and hand usage that when you got that length and you can position yourself, that's what makes him a good run defender is technique and length. The pass rush ability is about the athletic ability and the pass rush moves to counter a couple of moves together. So his speed will force offensive linemen to get wide in their protection, and then he works across their face inside, which basically if you get a big guy off balance, crossing his feet because they're so concerned about protecting the edge, 
then the inside is a quicker, shorter path to the quarterback, and that becomes big-time problem. You you get into third and long, and you got to block this guy, it's going to be a long day. Trust me, anybody that you play against. It's, it's important to note that he had 27 sacks his final season at Alabama, which sound, I, I've looked it up literally while we've, we've been talking three times, and I wrote it yesterday, and it still doesn't sound right. Um, so there have only been three other players get over 18 in the season. We start talking about unbreakable records, and we can talk about 400 as far as hitting percentage with Ted Williams. We can talk about Joe DiMaggio's streak. We can talk about all that stuff, and we can throw all that out there, and that all sounds good. But I can't think of one off the top of my head as far as a single season, 26 Sacks and I'm even going to double check it again. 27, 27, excuse me, 27 sacks in one college football season. I will put that right up there with the most unbreakable records uh, as far as a single season that we'll ever see in our lifetime. And think about the pressures on top of that. Oh, yeah. How in the fact that you try to, to make sure that he doesn't beat you, which creates pressure opportunities and sack opportunities for other players on the line. So his presence alone. No, I, I think this is why a lot of people think and me included that this Alabama defense has a chance to be maybe the best that Saban's had. It certainly looks that way talent wise. We'll see how well they produce. Yeah. He just was an absolute, absolute monster. And with the, with the other players they had, on that Alabama defense, they just kind of kind of fed off him. Uh, what are some of Tennessee's best pass rushers of all time? We want to get to that, and I'll remind you, it's brought to you by our friends at Owl's Nest Barbecue. Man, when you go to Owl's Nest Barbecue, you know one thing, that you're going to have a community that's all about giving you the right barbecue supplies, whether we're talking about the grills, whether we're talking about the chips, the wood pellets, the sauces, or the rubs, that's Owl's Nest Barbecue. So looking at Tennessee, I know edge is kind of this new mm-hmm. new term. And really, um, in his defense, uh, Jeremy Pruitt, who I don't think is the smartest coach in the world, brought up the fact that, to, to me, the first time, it really doesn't matter if your hand's down or not. That, that's kind of the definition of an edge rusher, right? That's why we're using edge instead of D-E-L-B. Yeah, because the, the way guys do it, even in nickel. So let's just say you're a, a 3-4 team. Well, in, in, in third down, you're a 4-3 team. Um, and so how do you do it? Where's that that edge guy coming from? Is, is his hands up? Is he lined up? in a five technique, which is outside shoulder of the offensive tackle, or does he stand up? Now, the difference is where does he play? Does he play a little bit off and back, which makes it creates more space between the edge rusher and the tackle, or does he play closer? So that's, to me, it doesn't – he's correct. It doesn't matter in, in terms of the stance. What matters is where you position uh, what technique you're playing, how you're lined up. Uh, and really it comes down to what are you more comfortable with? What are you better at? I've used the story that, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, one of the best pass rushers 
you know, I mean, I, I think a really good one that I was around was Javon Curse was involved in mm-hmm. drafting him. Javon played inside backer at Florida, and, and they didn't play him down. They didn't even rush him a whole lot, which kind of surprising to me. But when we put him, it was, you know, he was better with his hands down and come out, and you know, and, and he was better at that. So how do you do it? It's just basically what you're a little bit more comfortable with in terms of a stance, and uh, it, there's not a whole lot of difference in the the two point three point. It's just where you aligned, and that's that's the real key. I'm sure we'll forget somebody, but who were the top two or three just pure pass rushers in Tennessee over the past twenty five years? I'm gonna ask you that. Brought to you by Steve Ray's Midnight Oil, a proud Michelin distributor and uh, they worked on my son's car recently and it's in tip top shape so i uh, would highly recommend them at Ottawa. so as far as uh, the top pass rushers in tennessee history and they, they had a pretty good run there maybe even a better run if Leonard a little would have played defensive end instead of linebacker but i'm not going to get into that because john chavis disagrees with me heavily on that and i may have been called a name or two about that but anyway chris who are some of the top two or three pass rushers as you look back over Tennessee's past 25 years or so? Well, I mentioned Reggie, and I know that's that's longer than that, but I can't I can't not mention somebody right. like that. Um, you know, I thought Leonard Little was very good. Now, you know, John Henderson was a power rusher. You got different types of guys, and he wasn't you know a true edge guy. But I would say Leonard Little. Um, was somebody that was was really good um you know i'd have to go back and a little bit further um they haven't had a really special one no it's been it's been a while i mean you know even guys that were good situ. i mean they've been some good ones but they've not been what i would call the 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 guys in in recent years that i would say these are the best but you know um not Leonard did a good job. I mean, you know, even in his in a spot role, Ray Knock Thompson did a did a good job. Um, but you know, pure edge guys. You know, I know the Hainsworth and Henderson was a really good duel, but they were more push the pocket types guys that really were effective pass rushers in terms of technique, in terms of ability to close. But they weren't they weren't the pure edge guys in the mold of the guys we're talking about. Um, they wouldn't fit in that category. Leonard Little, I thought, could do things off the edge that was pretty special. Reggie was, to me, it was the um, the power in which he displayed, but was very, very athletic. And and I thought he just you know, he developed that hump move, which he just threw guys. He ragged all them out. It's he was good, even though you wouldn't classify him as that pure edge guy, because he lined up in some four, a lot of four eye technique uh, at at Tennessee. He was just a terror off the edge as a rusher. Yeah, he was he was pretty darn good. Would he be an edge guy now, or would he just be a defensive end? No, nah, he'd be he'd be a defensive end. He'd, he'd yeah, play him okay. as a he's a five technique. Like like for example, people ask me all the time, you know. Reggie White, Bruce Smith. I said, well, well, both played same time. Both, but people, both great defensive linemen, but, but, but both defensive ends. And they say, well, same, different, different 
positions. Reggie played a five technique. So Reggie White played outside the tackle's shoulder. So he worked the edge. Bruce Smith, they lined him inside the tackle shoulder. So not I like this one better than that, but you got to understand the difference. Reggie was a little bit better from the outside in closing, but Bruce Smith got unbelievable sack numbers. And Dave, he didn't, again, he didn't get outside the tackle shoulders. He had to work against two guys all the time, a guard and a tackle, a guard, a center, and a tackle. Reggie was working against a tackle, maybe a tight end. So, different and you know so i'm not oh well, i'll drive the fence pick one well I, you know i love i take either one but i'm gonna play them a little differently and but in the case of reggie reggie was the best and they both were great leaders too so but yeah you know so if you're a you're a fan of of the packers or the eagles you'd say reggie white if you're a fan of the bills you'd say bruce smith if you're a fan of of virginia tech or tennessee you'd you'd pick one but they, they were a little bit different, and I think that's important to, um, to designate because even though they may be both defensive ends, it's where they align. In a four-eye, a five, multiple spots, I think all those things determine the ability to have a lot of sex. It's, I would equate it to this. If you talk about a running back and, and you talk about average yards per carry, well, that, that factors in the offensive line, and that factors in the defense. So how many yards per carry do you get versus running against eight-man fronts versus somebody that's a running back in a spread offense where you're seeing six-man boxes? Well, you got less guys to block and less traffic, so that guy should have a better per average carry, right? So the yards per carry, it gives you a number, but sometimes it gives you a false equivalent of, of how a guy was compared to another one because it's two different responsibilities and two different roles at the same position. Well, and thank you for not mentioning Michael Strahan's name just because the the whole fake sack thing <laughs> with Brett Favre rubs me the wrong way. He's Chris Landry. Go to LandryFootball.com. Al's Nest Barbecue, your home for barbecue and Seafray's Midnight Oil. Your home for fair and fantastic car service right there. A proud Michelin distributor. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.